0: Hey everybody, so as promised, I will be reading an article that I wrote for the uh, website that I've got in production It's not published yet or anything like that. And this Mostly this article was just written to kind of fill space and uh, make sure that I have some content when the site actually goes live. Uh, but in the meantime, I did say that I would read it. So uh, this is going to be a little different. I'm not, I'm not used to reading uh, live like this. Obviously, every, every time I speak here, it's, it's, I outline it, but I don't really script it. and I'm not reading off a script, so I'm going to go ahead and just jump right into it. So this is called, You Can Be Upset at the Democratic Strategy and Accept It. It doesn't have to be a choice. Day one of the Democratic National Convention kicked off yesterday, and with it, the long-established unification of the modern Democratic ideology took its official place within the party. It was nothing if not safe. The Democrats once again attempted to paint themselves as moderate, in an attempt to draw in more middle-of-the-road and center-right voters, and perhaps even some regretful 2016 Trump supporters as well. To further this cause, four notable Republicans joined with Democrats to make their case for Joe Biden. Ohio Governor John Kasich, former New Jersey Governor Christine Todd Whitman, former Congresswoman from New York Susan Molinari, and former Hewlett Packard CEO and California Governor runner-up Meg Whitman. We also heard from many of the expected voices, Senator and former presidential hopeful Amy Klobuchar. Governor Andrew Cuomo, Congressman Jim Clyburn, and most notably Senator and former Biden rival Bernie Sanders, and former First Lady Michelle Obama. For the most part, everyone said what I would expect them to say. There were some attempts at moving imagery, and there was a very touching moment where many of the names and faces of those who have lost their lives to COVID-19 were recognized. More than anything, it was a night to remind Americans that the most important truth in all of this, is that Joe Biden is not Donald Trump. This is perhaps his most endearing quality. Now don't get me wrong, I like Joe Biden as a person. He's been through more personal tragedy and grief than anyone should have to go through. And the fact that he's been able to succeed and come out the other end after all these years later speaks volumes to his abilities and his perseverance. But as a presidential, hopeful, hopeful, I'm less than enthusiastic with him being the nominee, and while I understand the concept of going center to try to attract uh, more moderate Republicans, I can't help but think that this was also a missed opportunity. The polarization, the contempt for Donald Trump is such that a Democratic candidate who actually is left-wing just might have been able to win. But I digress. There are a lot of mixed feelings within the Democratic Party and within moderate to left-of-center voters as a whole. One of these mixed feelings, however, is not on whether or not Donald Trump would be or should be considered for president. But there are concerns about the direction the Democratic Party is going. Part of me tries to tell myself that while Joe Biden is the epitome of establishment politics and simply a return to the status quo that led to a Trump presidency in the first place, His ascension will open the door for further movements to the left. He'll listen to the Bernie Sanderses and the AOCs, and he'll bring in a team of young progressive advisors who will provide him with the nudging reminders needed to ensure we don't lose sight of the revolution that we keep being told is in the works. But I also know that this is largely wishful thinking, because in the immediate future, a President Biden is not going to have much personal incentive to move the party towards the left, particularly if he wins in a landslide, which I sincerely hope he does. I will say, for me personally, I was encouraged by the Republicans who spoke, not to mention uh, Miles Taylor, who was former Chief of Staff to the DHS Secretary, Kristen Nelson, and uh, pointing out the serious flaws of Trump and the merits of Biden. I chose to look at this as a positive because I was witnessing it for its immediate purpose, to dismantle the presidency of Donald Trump. But I had friends and colleagues who expressed disorientation and discontent uh, with the implications of this, that the party is doing nothing but moving further to the right. It was pointed out that never in our memory has the Republican party been asked to move more to the left to peel across the aisle. I had to remind them that this is all part of the strategy right now and that the result of this is an outcome we all want. He, of course, reminded me that it doesn't give good implications to the Democrats' future, and I wholeheartedly agree. We can be satisfied with the portrayal of the Democratic Party as painting itself with right now, uh, assuming that it has its intended effects. Uh, And we can feel bleak at the implications of what that means for our future. That's a bridge we will be crossing on January twentieth, twenty twenty one. Thanks a lot for listening. Uh, that was a little bit rough, uh, I, I, but it was good. Good practice for me. Uh, I don't, like I said, I, I don't typically read read my words uh, on, on camera like that. Uh, so I'll probably get a better angle next time, also, so I don't quite not quite craning my neck. <laughs> but uh, anyway, I hope you enjoyed it. Um, I will continue to probably write some more pieces on, on politics as we get close to the election. Uh, thanks a lot for checking me out once again. I will talk to you again very soon. And remember, don't be afraid to question the consensus.